What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Geek Scott Game, the Geekiverse is all video gaming podcast slash web show. I'm Josiah Leroy. With me today, for the first time, uh, without Mr. Jeff Pavlov. First time here. alone. Uh, first, <laughs> first time alone. My my usual co-host not feeling too well, a little bit under the weather to say the least. So Jeff, hope you are feeling better if you're tuning in. Uh, he did send me some of his picks for what we're going to go on oh, nice. later okay. in the show. But uh, we are in very capable hands uh, today. My co-host, Mr. John Fick. Thank you, sir. So uh, excited to get here. The December edition of Geeks Got Game, whether you're listening on SoundCloud and iTunes or watching on YouTube, we thank you for tuning in. So let's start the show with what we typically start with, and that is the segment, What's in Your System? And I think the answer is going to be uh, the same for both of us here, but I'll start with you, John. What have you been playing uh, I, on your various... I think I'm going to surprise you. Uh, right. I, I've put down the, the usual suspect that you probably thought I was going to say, uh, John, I fall in order. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. so, I, so I've, I have been playing that since the last time we podcasted, um, mm-hmm. but I've put it down over the last couple of, couple of days because Halo Reach has been re-released on the Master Chief Collection. Ah, I almost, I almost dove into it. That's all. We're I've the been, same gamer. All yep. I'm playing is Halo Reach. I haven't touched the story yet. I have just been playing Halo Reach while player and i've been having a, a great time oh man that's i gotta get back into that i haven't played since it came out pretty much or maybe yeah. like the year after basically yeah is um how, how about visuals Any uh, mu- visual i don't upgrade at all i don't notice visuals but that might just be because like i've played halo four and five since then so like that's what's fresh in my mind um definitely runs better for sure i know i know uh halo reach was a little bit of a slog on 360 some frame rate stuff especially in the story mode um yep. but no it's super crisp i don't notice anything like upgraded in terms of textures or visuals but um it runs well uh matchmaking works great the master chief collection is is so good it's so good i uh i gotta get into it i should have i started downloading it um i don't know what i'm waiting on there but uh, i will circle back to that no doubt uh anything else at this time that's kind of got your uh, system's attention uh pokemon uh not let's go the new pokemon pokemon i'm playing shield so okay. I, I I rolled credits on that like two days after it came out. I crossed right through that. I'm a big Pokemon guy. Play those games a lot. Uh, right now I'm kind of just working through trying to complete the Pokedex and catch everything and hopefully find some shinies. Well, there you go. Uh, I am playing a few things here. I kind of wrapped up uh, some of what I was hoping to get done before the holiday season gets a little bit crazy here. Uh, so of course I am playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, you and I both uh, finished that one. You finished it before I did by about a week and a half. Was it that? Was uh, it that long? Really? Least, yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I remember texting him like, "Dude, I need somebody <laughs> to talk to. Please beat this game." You dove into that and did a good job. Uh, I. Um, Mine was a little bit of a slower roll there, but I got to the end. Uh, we won't spoil anything for you if you haven't uh, finished the story mode. But uh, this is a game I'm trying to 100%. I was just going to ask you that. Are you going, you're playing Xbox? Yep. Are you going for the whole, all the achievements and everything, everything. like that? Everything. Uh, you I'm, know what? Because there's, there's no achieve. Here's a little bit of a motivation. There's no achievement that's tied to difficulty. For sure, which is nice. That's uh, big for me. I like that a lot because you can, you can dumb it down to story mode and get some stuff done. Yep. Not that, like, once you beat the game all the challenge is really gone. There's really no achievements or trophies for, for PlayStation guys. There's really nothing that's, that's too difficult. It's kind of just repetitive and it's exploration. Yes. You just got to get to places. Find things. Exactly. Uh, that, that can be a little difficult. I just, um, I came across, so in one level, and this is not really spoilery, but there's a, a star destroyer wreckage. And, uh, basically this is like a whole new area that I found post, uh, post credits. I didn't even go there yet. It's, it's super exciting. You get an achievement for finding it. Yep. Um, and then going through and you have to discover the entire area. You have to pull all the, the chests and secrets. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, this was a difficult game. I, I played on the second easiest setting. Me too. I don't uh, know. There's four total. Yeah, story mode. 
Jedi. It might be Jedi Knight. Might be. Yeah, Jedi Knight. Then there's uh, there's Jedi Master. Then there's Jedi or Grand Master, I believe. So, um, in terms of difficulty, I like I I was not good at this game, and I still may not be great at this game. What do you, What do you think? Same thing, man. I uh, I did bump it down once. Um, there was one boss fight that I knew for a fact wasn't the final boss fight, and I was getting way too frustrated for it. I'm like, all right, if this was the final boss fight, I'm I'm not gonna change the difficulty. But since I know there's so much game left, and I'm like, all right, you're just going down for a second. I, it was the I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not even gonna say locations or anything okay. like that. In case nobody's nobody's touched it, but it, it was like three quarters of the way through the game. It was a boss fight. I think another one. Yeah, yeah, about. I'm sure you do. And I'm just like, I was getting sick of it. I didn't feel like you know, so I bumped it down. The final boss fight took me. Oh man, I, I was easily that that boss fight over and over and over. I probably died like 75 times. I I don't know time. <laughs> I don't know deaths but i'm telling you it took me three hours nonstop. i was two two and a half there i didn't yeah. i didn't put it down i didn't go to the bathroom i didn't grab a drink i was so motivated to just beat this game and every time it beat me i'm just like all right this is it for the night and then i'm just got that fire ignited i'm like all right i'm not losing i knew took me a while well i didn't know i you had a very good inkling this was the final boss battle you, i i unfortunately did know because because oh. I, I looked up a youtube video to see if i can find like a pattern i was missing i'm like all right let me just go on youtube let me let me see if there's like a quick like one of my force moves i should be using that would just be crushing this person and i got ultimately spoiled so i knew it was the end not only the end but i also got spoiled for something that happens a little bit further in the end that you know exactly what i'm talking about and so if you play the game one of those cool moments at the end got spoiled for me it is hard to stay away um so i did a really good job for the most part avoiding spoilers you and i were texting um i, I think you had just finished the game and i saw so i was uploading a, a video for the geekiverse channel on youtube and when i was uh, basically, I opened up a new tab to see uh, kind of like how I was customizing something on oh, our page. Yeah. We never revisited this. And this is where I saw it. There was a thumbnail with a specific uh, reveal. Yeah, that's what got me too. So I because I, like, you weren't on. you weren't there yet. So when you told me that we didn't want to elaborate, because I didn't want to give you any more. Right. That's what got me too. It, it was it was a thumbnail in the recommended videos. Exactly the same thing. It was probably the same video. Because my search is all Star Wars stuff. You know, it's Rise of Skywalker yeah, season here, Mandalorian. Especially so it, nowadays, yeah. Yeah, so it's sure. extra in your face. So un unfortunately, I saw that. But you had good advice. You kind of said it's it's not going to ruin the game for you. Not at all. Uh, to paraphrase. And it didn't. Uh, in fact, it may have only ramped up my motivation to get to the end. Sure. Um, I, and I meant to ask you this before. I didn't put it on the show notes. Is there a game that comes to mind that um, in the past had been spoiled for you at all that yeah. you were excited about? One that we were just talking about before we started rolling here, uh, Bioshock Infinite. Oh, and really? I, and I think we're, we're far past the Bioshock Infinite spoiler, so I am going to say what you're, it was. You're fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. So someone, I was just scrolling through a Reddit, and it was not even related to gaming. It was like a funny picture on Reddit, and like one of the child comments was, Booker is DeWitt, or Booker is Comstock. <laughs> and I'm like, this oh game gosh. came out two days ago. What is going on? And I'm like, well, now everything makes sense. I was like three quarters through the game or something like that. I'm yeah. like, well, that makes sense. And I was just really dis I was disappointed. But then like you get that motivation where it's like, all right, man, it's already spoiled. I love this game. You got to use that as motivation to get to that point and like try yeah. to like convince yourself you're not shattered about it. <laughs> Sometimes the end, actually knowing that end, uh, gets you there a little bit uh, faster. I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's more exciting. Um, but yeah, not always. How about you? So, yeah, I've got one that came to mind. Forgive me on the video. I'm uh, fighting off my dog here. Yeah, it's a, that's uh, a brutal fight. Yeah, yes, he, he's strong. <laughs> um, so heavy rain. Oh, uh, okay. Now there's a ton of different endings. There's like 77 variations that you can get in the in this game. So this is 2010 PS3, and I uh, 
it's my fault because I was reading up on some of the trophy paths. So how to get trophies. And I, I it was stupid, totally stupid on my part. A, a narrative-driven game, which requires little to no skill. Shouldn't have been online, and I was. And I you had, went somewhere you weren't supposed to. Yep, and yeah. I had the... Uh, the origami killer spoiled for me. Ah, so okay. uh, again, I knew there were so many different endings. So even though that kind of, I had this this pit in my stomach. I was like, "You gotta be kidding!" Oh, me. Yeah, I know it. I know the feeling. I want. I was so high on that game, and I, it was on my anticipated list as soon as it was announced. And uh, yeah, I so. actually uh, just played that game for the first time last year when it came to PS4. Or nice. I think it came to PS4 before last year, but I just played it last year for the first time. Uh, I uh, I did I bought that um and the other game that was Beyond close. Two Souls yes uh, there was a collection for it it never released hard disk in the U S but uh, PlayStation doesn't region lock so I ordered a copy from overseas oh, that nice. was used um, and I played through those again I I, I love Quantic Dream games I know uh, they're they're for a certain crowd for sure with how heavy they are in story and dialogue yeah I'm one of them you uh, play Detroit. I did. I did not play Detroit, but I want to. That's one of those games where I'm just like, oh, I, I don't know what so happened, why why I missed that. That was like right up my alley. I think I just started watching some reviews and like, I don't know what it was, but I do want to get back to that eventually. I've yeah. seen a lot of it, but. It, um, let's see. That came out not long after God of War. It may have been before God of War. Was it Was it the same year? It was. I'm pretty Were sure they all it was 2018? a month and a half later. So it was Spider-Man, God of War, and Detroit all the same year? Yeah. Wow. So there was a lot going on for Sony. Um, and they, they had a, one of the best years in gaming ever with yeah. their uh, first-party releases. But um, I'd love to hear from the community on this. Leave a comment um, on any of our social media, on the video, um, even on iTunes in the comment section if you can. What was a game that was spoiled for you? I would love to know. That's a, a, a topic that we haven't really dove into too much. That'd be a fun full episode. I think or so. a fun main topic. Yeah, that would be uh, maybe something we'll revisit here. But uh, also in my system, before we get off of that, uh, I popped in Star Wars Battlefront 2 for the first time in a long time. Uh, we'll get to some of the news on that later. There's a new edition of the game. And I um, that's a game I really do circle back to every once in a while. I know people don't love the multiplayer with it, but I actually dove into the very, very, very short campaign um, I want to say when that came out, I beat it that night. Yeah, like it's, that, it's one of those. It's a quick one. It's not anything uh, to write home about, but I love Star Wars. So to me, that was kind of a greatest hits. And I, I played the, the first two first two levels of that last night. That was one of those games where I uh, I did the whole vote with your wallet thing. And I really yeah. didn't want to support that game. Even if they, yeah, even after fair. they went back and fixed it, I'm like, I, I just don't want to, I don't want to add a number to them. I didn't, I didn't like what went on here. Um, I did, however, go on, on YouTube and watch the whole story just so I can yeah. you know, not miss anything. And I think that was like a, maybe a 45 minute to like 55 minute video. I'm sure. Because maybe a little longer, but the, yeah, it was, it was a quick watch. The campaign is maybe four and a half, five hours tops. Yeah. And, um, a lot, a good chunk of it is, is, uh, playing as classic trilogy characters yep. that don't really have anything to do with your story in a way. Yeah. Um, Versio, I like that character. I like where they were trying to go with her and they, actually where they went with the free DLC. Um, I'd love to see a little bit more um, in the future, but we did get a, a nice novel. If you read star Wars books uh, on Inferno squad. So uh, pick that up uh, this holiday season. If you haven't read it yet, uh, next segment here, we're going to go back to uh, honoring the past here. So we look back at notable releases uh, from 10 and 20 years ago. Hmm. So that puts us at 1999 uh, for the month of December. I just had this pulled up. There, There's a really notable one in 2009, uh, believe it or not, we'll get to. But uh, 1999, December, Gran Turismo 2, uh, PlayStation 1. I I had my, um, I never like got super into Gran Turismo, 
But and I don't think I've played a minute of one. Back on, on PS1, I, I played the first few uh, of those. Uh, Harvest Moon 64 for N64. That's definitely a popular game. Uh, and then Shenmue, uh, December 29th, but in Japan. Okay. So nothing uh, nothing too crazy back then. Yeah, we nothing f- huge. Fast forward to 2009. Uh, most notable title, Angry Birds on iOS. That's huge. Absolutely huge. Yeah, that, that really kind of just changed the game. That is one of the first major players in mobile gaming, or at least the one that maybe helped take it to a new level. Yeah, I think that was the one that like uh, showed that it didn't have to be shovelware. Yes, you I know? agree. That was the that was that game was it was honestly really good. <laughs> I didn't play a ton of regular Angry Birds. I played a ton of Star Wars. Star Wars yeah. Angry Birds. I played a ton <laughs> of regular Angry Birds. That was a game that when I got my dad his first ever like tablet. I think it was an HP touchpad. It was when they had like a fire sale. I sold those things for like ninety nine dollars because they canceled them. <laughs> I got him one of those just to like give him something because my my dad's in his seventies now and he's he's not a big tech guy. So I got him one of those and I installed Angry Birds on there and he he was playing some Angry Birds. He got into it. He he, he caught the concept really quickly. It's nice. It's it's physics based. It's easy to get and he played a lot of Angry Birds. Now, now he's addicted to threes. If you're if you're oh, familiar with that, yeah, he's, yeah. he's been playing that game for like five years, <laughs> and he, he it's, it's all he does. All hey, he does. Good for him, man. Yeah. That's uh, if you like it, go for it. That's all I say. Uh, other releases that month, uh, you know, not terribly notable in the gaming realm, but we got uh, Avatar: The Game based on the massive box office success of the movie. Uh, Silent Hill: Shattered Memories for the Wii. They had a little bit of a niche following there, I think. Uh, there was another one I wanted to mention here. Saboteur. Uh, I had a little bit of legs for PS3 and Xbox 360. That is not one I ever played. No, not, none of these. Uh, December 22nd. So I think that's such an odd release date for a game. Uh, Guitar Hero Van Halen. Oh, they were uh, still making those at that point. Yeah. <laughs> this is the very, This is almost past the tail end of the, the music craze. Yeah, yeah they, they kept those things going even after that. That tail end fell off. They kept pumping them out. Yeah, they did. Uh, talk about shovelware. That's definitely one of them. Yeah. Um, but uh, overall, nothing too crazy. And it's funny how uh, we've talked about it in past episodes. The gaming release landscape has changed uh, quite a bit. December is still always quiet, but they're not so concentrated in uh, October and November anymore. You get them all. throughout the year. Yeah. I mean, just look at, look at the beginning of next year. Oh, yeah. 2020 is going to be insane. And then we're getting two new, hopefully wonderful systems towards the end of the year yeah. as well. Um, moving on, this is a new segment I've, I've wanted to talk about for a while, and the, it felt like the right episode to launch it because next year we are getting the PS5 and Xbox's Project Scarlet. So, what happens when we've got about a year left in, in a con or before a new console comes out? I think about all the games I haven't played. <laughs> like, I own a, a ton um, that I've gotten on sale here or there, like Black Friday sales, things of that nature. Just things that have piled up. Yes, uh, games I knew I would want to play and just didn't end up getting to. Um, so I'm going to name just one a week or one an episode and there's so many that I could, but I'm going to start with, um, fallout four. Oh, okay. I, I can't believe because like I listed it as one of my most anticipated games going into that fall. I think it was 15, 2015. Uh, it sounds about right. Yeah. And I didn't play it. Um, I, I own it. Like it is sitting on my shelf for some reason it kept falling, uh, <laughs> towards the bottom of the list. I, I think, think it's on it's, game pass too now. It is on Game Pass, and I think it, it probably kept falling down the list, not because of the quality of the game or my anticipation of finally playing it, but because I I end up going towards smaller games if I know there's a game in my backlog and it's in between big releases that I want to get on day one. For sure. So Fallout 4 being you know a relatively big game, I would say, is one that unfortunately fell by the wayside. All right. Yeah, Fallout 4, I, I bought that. 
on launch. I put about 90 hours into it and never finished it. I don't know what it was. It was one of those things where like I just got caught up doing all the side stuff and I was just like really down these these different beaten paths and I was kind of having fun and then that kind of got boring and I just didn't have the itch to go back to play it. <laughs> I'm probably like two main quests away from finishing that game. It'll never happen. I'm, I'm, I I think I even went on YouTube and just looked at the ending just so I knew how it ended at one point. But it's it's Fallout. I mean, it's you play Fallout 3? I've played zero Fallout. Oh, really? At all? Nothing. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, I, I have a couple. I, I've, I've dabbled in Fallout 3 and New Vegas before 4 came out. And it, it's just more Fallout. It's I, w- I would say it's prettier and more polished, but it's almost not. <laughs> it's right, like, right. Like, it's a it's a Bethesda RPG. Those games are not either of those two things. No, no. It's Fallout. People love it. Like, people get addicted to it, but it's, uh, yeah. It's yeah. not my favorite favorite game. See, that's what I worry about. And the other thing is, too, like, I jumped into Skyrim a lot later than the, the average human being and didn't, probably because I did, I didn't, I, I missed, like, the, the wave of excitement for it. Me too. So yeah, and people get on my case for it all the Dude, time. I'm I, like, I'm sorry. I yeah. wanted to love this game. I just I, I can't sink hundreds of hours into a game. And I, you know what's funny? I, I got same same problem slash argument why I don't dive time into Skyrim. But I've probably played the first hour of that game five times. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I've chosen like a different name for my character, yeah. different customization all the time. Yeah, I've played it on PC. I played it on Xbox like 360. I think Xbox One. I think I played it on the Switch. I borrowed somebody's copy when it came out for Switch. I'm like, all right, this will be the time that I finally play uh, Skyrim. It just never happens. So uh, we had Jeremy White of WGRF 550 on the show over the summer, and I said this very thing about missing the excitement and not loving Skyrim, and I how it probably was my fault. And he kind of was like, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry you missed that. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it was a big deal. It, <laughs> it wasn't for me. What uh, um, What about a game for you? So uh, I, I didn't come prepared, but I don't really have to because there's so many. Um, I figured. What I just did was pulled up the Metacritic for all the best PS4 games, and that would be the same for Xbox as well. Uh, so what do I go with this week? I'm going to go with the number one game on this list, uh, Metacritic-wise, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. I got I So I've played about half of it. haven't finished it. Yeah, Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption 2 was a game that I... Very similar to a lot of these big RPGs where it's just like, I, I really, really have to love the world to, to dedicate that much time to it. And it just didn't grab me. And I know there's a there's an alternate reality where I love that game. There There is a John out there in the multiverse that <laughs> that game clicked with, and he has played it three or four times. But it just hasn't happened for me yet. Yeah. And that's, uh yeah, so Red Dead, I know it's a big deal, and I know it was a lot of people's game of the years last year, but for me, yeah. I know. That's kind of where I'm at. And I'm, I I don't know if I'm disappointed in myself or not with it, but uh I, I that is one I will circle back to. I think I will too. I was thinking about it during the holiday break, uh, popping that guy back in because there's nothing really else coming out that I'm too excited for before the, you know, before the craze of the new year, right? Exactly. Um, what is I? I mean, I assume I, you can kind of assume your answer from this, but I've always had a problem personally with like not finishing games. I don't know what it is, yeah. and it's not like a a completionist thing for me. But I always felt like if I'm gonna go into a game, I'm gonna finish it. I'm fine with it. I do it a lot. I need to be more like that because yeah. why would I waste time going through a game I don't love? I, I guess I came to terms with that pretty early on, and like that, so that that mentality was always my barrier to entry on single player games, and that was why, like for the longest time, I only really played multiplayer stuff, even though there was so much out there that like intrigued me. I like I was burned by. Because I was, you know, a big Call of Duty guy back in the 360 days, I would start the Call of Duty campaign and I wouldn't like it, and like that kind of just threw me off the single player games. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to spend sixty bucks on a game that's only single player. Because what if I don't like it? Right. So then I'm just like, if I like it, I like it. If I don't, I'll restyle it. Like I, I kind of bit the bullet and really uh, absorbed that lifestyle, and I do it all the time now. Like we'll we'll talk about uh, one of our upcoming topics, like the the game awards and all these nominees. There are so many of these games that I've touched, and I'm just like, yeah, it was fun. 
And yeah, sure. The, I've, I think I've mentioned this twice already, but the amount of times that I'll go on YouTube and just watch a let's play of the way a game ends because I want to know how it ends. But and There's no shame in not finishing a game. I, I don't know what it is, and I've gotten better with it over time. And um, But there's there's some part of me that's always like, you got to finish this game. you got to finish this it. game, get an opinion on it, and, and like, why? That's kind of ridiculous. I have an opinion on it. I don't need to finish it. But... Uh, you know, unless it's a, a game we're reviewing, that, sure, that's a different story. So if we get a review copy of a game or it is something we're assigned, that is a different topic altogether. Yeah, well, you got to finish it. I wouldn't case. pass my opinion on something without disclosing the fact that I haven't finished it. Sure, like I'm not going to official thing. Exactly, I'm not going to tell somebody who loves Red Dead Two that it's a bad game because I only played five hours of it. Of course, you know that game is a it's a ninety hour game if you play it the, the way you know most people do. And you know I don't I don't have the I don't have the perspective that these people do that you know have sunken time into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, so a uh, backlog uh, again, I'd love to hear from the community on this. Tell us a game that you've got sitting on your shelf, or maybe you bought it in the digital store on your, your Xbox, your PlayStation, your Nintendo. Uh, what haven't you gotten to yet? We'd love to, to hear from you on that. Man, this could be a whole topic for me. This could be an hour. <laughs> I easily, you'd be shocked, which is uh, maybe a good segue into our next, uh, topic here we'll get into the news here we've got four items that we want to get to on the news list before getting into this week's uh the game awards which are just a few days away so we wanted to get some predictions in there but first up on the news list uh today we uh, finally got some confirmation here that bioshock there is a bioshock game in development uh the fourth game in the series 2K finally came out and announced it via a uh, press release today, I believe. And yeah, there's a blog post on their website. Okay. Um, it's, it's not going to be out for, quote-unquote, several years, uh, according to uh, Kotaku's article on this. The, uh, it's codenamed Parkside, which was one thing that I, I thought was interesting. I, yeah. I don't know quite. It, we won't know until the game comes out or ever, but I, I always find the codenames behind games fascinating. I love that, especially for like systems and stuff, too, pieces of hardware. Yes. Yeah. Now yes. it seems like that they've learned that we like that, so now they're using that as marketing material, like right. uh, Project Scorpio and Project. Exactly. Uh, what's the new one? Scarlet for Xbox. Like my Xbox One X is the Project Project Scorpio. Scorpio edition. Yeah. I just it's stupid, but I love it. Yeah, because I think the PS5 was Orbis. That was the or, sorry PS4. Yes, that was the code name for that one. Was Orbis. Yeah. yeah. It's fun stuff. So uh, Bioshock, you and I are uh, big fans of this series. Yeah, here. huge. Um, one in three, I think, for the most part, is the general consensus. I didn't play two. I'm uh, a big Bioshock fan, and I and I just kind of missed two. That's it, okay. And it wasn't. <laughs> so I hear that. I hear like, it's not bad. Yeah. So I hear the gameplay was great, and it, yeah. it wasn't made by Irrational. So you know, Ken Ken Levine, the the creative design behind it, he wasn't the guy who did it. Right. And he won't be behind this one either. Um, but yeah, I think they might get it this time. I don't know everything that went on, but two K Baron uh, developed. Bioshock 2, yep. and that felt like, a, oh my gosh, we had such a hit on our hands, we have to replicate it. Yeah, and they, they kind of went all in with multiplayer, if I recall, too. Oh, that, that, right. That was a big deal. Yeah, I, I had forgot a couple, about that. A couple of buddies who were playing the multiplayer when it came out. Interesting. I totally forgot about that, yeah. uh, with good reason. But uh, <laughs> the, the the shock, again, I keep saying that, the twist in, in Bioshock 1, just unbelievable. So good. And then uh, probably a few notable twists in, in Bioshock Infinite. Uh, different dynamics, different setting, but really not when you get to the the bones of it. Yeah. I wonder where we're going uh, with this next. And series. you haven't played Burial at Sea yet. No, that, I know. So, so we talked about a pre-show. I have not played one of the the biggest DLCs ever. It, yeah. So there's two parts to it, and it is like pivotal Bioshock lore. Is it? I want to say uh, maybe not anymore. At one point, it was either free, heavily discounted, or on. on was it on Game Pass? Uh, it, well, it's in the collection. So if Bioshock the collection is. So oh, all, it must be. It, it must be then. Okay, yeah, because okay. the collection is in uh, 
or I'm sorry, Burial at Sea is in the collection. Yes, yes. It, it's so worth it. You can knock those. You can knock each of those parts out in like two hours. You got to do it, man. Yeah, that's they're, that's they're right so in my alley. Good. I uh, anything short nowadays, give me it. That For would sure. be perfect. For sure. Uh, but exciting news nonetheless. More Bioshock. I'm in. Uh, we think this has been in development, uh, according to a few sources at least, uh, yeah, 2015. So I recall that uh, in 2017, Jason Schreier, I think you're reading one of his articles now from yep. Kotaku, he wrote an article about the uh, the development woes of Mafia 3. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of just did this long expose piece about how Mafia 3 was in turmoil. And one of like these random little snippets was that they were working on this game in a 2K studio next to this very secret Bioshock project. There was a brand new team. And the, the, the studio, I think, didn't even have a name yet. We didn't know what it was called and who was working on it but he said that for, for certain there was a bioshock project happening there um and we knew that it would with uh, ken levine splitting not really splitting off he's still under 2k in his new studio uh ghost story games i believe is what he's working on uh, but we knew that 2k owning the rights to bioshock they weren't gonna you know just put this one to bed it's a money maker yeah for sure that's a, a nice ip to have uh, in your repertoire so the the studio is called Cloud Chamber. They are uh, a new studio put together for. So that's this one. So that's the that's this new studio that's developing this Untitled Bioshock game. Ken Levine, the creative director behind uh, Bioshock and Infinite, took a small number of the uh, Irrational Games people and formed this other studio called Ghost Story Games. Mm. They're doing their own thing. Um, so Ken's not going to have a part of this uh, this project here. But we haven't heard anything about. It. I'm, I'm, that's always one of my predictions for like game awards and stuff like that. By the way, that we're going to finally see what Ken Levine's working on. <laughs> If if that's one of your predictions, one for me is always that we're finally going to see what Rocksteady's working on, and I've, that one, I've been disappointed every time so far. You know what? At least they're t- actually teasing that. That's their fault that you're getting that wrong. They, they're, <laughs> they're giving you reason to predict that. I, I don't get uh, angry very often when it comes to ge- like talking about games, but that is one. Like, yeah, Rocksteady, man. what are you doing? Or, or WB Montreal. Like, what is yeah. the next oh, game man. out of that? Like, yeah. Either one of them. Just give me something. I feel like Rocksteady's working on something different altogether than Batman, and I think... Uh, WB has to be doing Batman, right? They had that tease in October. We yeah, talked about, for sure. Right? So that was weird. Yeah, that maybe that was premature. Everybody's uh, guessing that Court of Owls storyline. So yeah, I I sign me up. I'd get, be fine. Give me something. Arkham. Give me something on yep. Thursday. I'm all about it. Uh, another uh, news bit here, number two on the list, uh, GameRankings.com. Uh, so this was a, a website many of us used. Uh, Jeff Pavlak again, uh, co-host of G3 here. Game he he cites often. Hmm. So just a uh, kind of a news that that hits uh, last week now read it right from gamerankings.com that unfortunately they're going to be uh, shutting down they're going to be absorbed into metacritic which is a, a sister website but uh, on monday uh, december 9th which is today the day we're filming this uh, gamerankings.com will redirect gamers to its sister site metacritic.com where they will find a wealth of information about how the latest video game titles are performing among critics the entire gamerankings.com team will continue our mission to create informative game review content and bring reviews of classic games to metacritic as one of the oldest gaming sites online we thank you for supporting game rankings over the past 20 years and we look forward to conquering new gaming worlds with you for years to come hmm. so a little bit of a shift there, uh, you know. Un- undoubtedly, some some will lose their their job in there. So, uh, if you've been a contributor, if you're part of game rankings or have been over the the past few years, especially, we wish you the best. Uh, and I'm sure uh, there's going to be something bright on the future or bright on the horizon for you. Uh, so we did want to mention that before moving on here. But uh, item number three was uh, not necessarily news per se. Oh, this one's a fun one. But exactly. So Phil Spencer tweeted out. Um, actually, just a few days ago, 
and it started. This week I brought my Project Scarlet console home and it's become my primary console, playing my games, connecting to the community, and yes, using my Elite Series 2 controller. Having a blast. Great work by the team. 2020 is going to be an incredible year. That's exciting. What hype there. That's so much fun. Man. What a great idea to do that too. Yeah. God. Like, Phil Spencer knows what's up. He is, is there anyone that is more in touch with the gaming community from an executive standpoint? Like, he just gets it. Yeah, I don't think so. I think uh, I think he's got it nailed down there. Yeah, man, he's so good for Xbox and Microsoft. And we knew it the moment he took over, but I don't think we, we all realized just how great he was going to be in, awesome. in his role. So, That's Phil, exciting. Uh, yeah, uh, I think about that. Like, he's got Project Scarlet in his living room. He's rocking it. Like, that's super exciting. Uh, without like right now, if you had a pick, without knowing anything else, would you uh, like what would be your day one? Project Scarlet or PS Five? So tough. We know nothing really. It's it's so tough. The only thing that we know, is, so I uh, know there's a lot that we know because we the, these two companies have kind of really put, painted roadmaps towards this next gen. I think we know a lot. We know that Xbox has the services. We know that Game Pass is one of the best deals in gaming we know they have better support with things like accessories and the elite controller things like that they're doing so many of those little things to make their platform the best but playstation has the games and they do and and even and even though we know we have the promise of of some reveals coming from xbox playstation has the ip as well i if i had to pick one i don't get to play the next spider-man game or the next god of war game or the uh, yeah. so Last of Us is coming out thankfully on PS4, but right. maybe I don't get to see Ghost of Tsushima. Like, it's tough. I forgot about that there, game. So there's and that's probably a PS4 game too. But yeah, yeah. There, so just like hypothetically, not only do they, does PlayStation have the advantage, in my opinion, in the the first party studios, they have the IP that we still care about right now. So right now, yes, it's, I agree. But who knows? It's, it's tough. I, Microsoft bought, if you've missed it in the last few years, a ton, a lot of studios to to really build up their first party brand and uh granted we've got to see what they're working on and some stuff has been teased but if they do things correctly and if they uh, sink the proper resources into those studios a lot of them pre-established by oh, yeah, the way reputable sure. studios uh time will tell where that's going to go for sure and, and if they do it right it's going to be awesome yeah that's just a tough theoretical but question if, for me they're, if they do it right yeah so right now i think you're right when it comes to ps5 potential ips and sequels yep and we and it's we, amazing. We also really don't. I don't think we know enough about Sony's hardware and even like software. Not not IP, but like software and what the new console is going to do. We don't really know what their strategy is going to be. Uh, PS4 Sony has really been like this thing's powerful. It plays games, and we have a lot of good games. And that's really been their marketing behind it. Whereas Xbox has, for better or worse, and early on pretty pretty bad, come at it with like services and software and like this thing. Our, our box can also do this. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what's awesome is that those those things that it can also do enhance your gaming experience. You know, they they have better controllers and they have X Cloud and they have Game Pass and that stuff's awesome. So they have all those extras. We don't know if Sony has any of those cards up their sleeve right now. Right. We don't know what they're going to do with streaming. They have remote play. I mean, they were kind of first to market with streaming, but that's mm-hmm. not that's not xCloud. That's not Stadia. That's, right. Uh, so it's, if you were to, I, I really would be, I'd be hard pressed to make a decision on that right now. My gut tells me I would probably go with PlayStation just because I have felt, so I, I'm, Xbox has kind of been my lineage since it's been out. Xbox and then 360 were my both primary consoles, but I've felt pretty at home with the PlayStation 4. Sure. And uh, th- those IP have really uh, have really won me over. So if I had to tell you right now, I, I would and I had to make that decision. I would say PlayStation, but 
I'm really looking forward to the next Xbox too. I think you can't go wrong either way you go. Yeah, it's gonna I, it's gonna all. be a different launch for the generation than it was this year. I'll tell you that right now. I think uh, this generation. I would, like knowing what we know now, this could change all tomorrow or even at the game awards. We don't know. Um, for me, it's Xbox. It's kind. Of, I've stuck with it. Uh, the 360 was the first time the Xbox was my primary console. Uh, and so Xbox One has remained my primary console where I play all my multi-platform stuff on that. Um, and then I play, obviously, exclusives on my PS4. But uh, day one, we're getting Halo Infinite, we believe. Uh, that's what's been told to us. And assuming there's no hiccups or delays, anything like that, that's going to be a game that we'll be able to play Right as we take home our Xbox. Yeah. And that is a killer, killer app. That is that is their Breath of the Wild. That's that's huge. Yes. So that yeah, and that's why Breath of the Wild had a more than one hundred percent attach rate for the first <laughs> right. for the first couple of months or whatever. Um, likely, since I don't have to live in a world where I have to decide, mm-hmm. I will probably buy an Xbox first. And I will probably live at home on the Xbox for my third party stuff next next generation. And gotcha. I will have a PS4 for exclusives. There was a time when I almost switched over to the, the PS4 because I was playing so much of it. Um, and it was probably 2018 when it was God of War, when it was Detroit, Spider-Man. I mean, even 2017, you had like Horizon. And there was, yeah, true. There was, they, they, they were, was they've lot. killed it this gen with exclusives. Yeah, I don't remember a better uh, suite from when we're talking about Sony or Microsoft, at least specifically, of a generation full of first party titles that just were home runs like left and right yep. uh, last news item here Wait, for, I want to hop back in yes uh, while we're on Phil Spencer he also did something else uh, newsworthy did you hear about uh, I don't think so what he said on a mixer stream no nope. so he was on a mixer stream for extra life which is an awesome you know are you familiar with extra yep. life so he was on a, he was on a, an extra life stream don't know who it was if it was like a content creator or whatever but they were talking about control the remedy game you're not familiar with this at all Wait, maybe yeah so so okay. so all of a sudden he says uh Control was a great game. I just feel like not enough people played it. That's why I'm very happy it's coming to Game Pass. Did he say that? He said okay, that. Okay, so I didn't look into this. I heard a rumor about yes, it. Yes, <laughs> no, there's no rumor. Like, you can go find the clip. He straight uh, up said that. Gotcha. So that happened, and everyone's like, oh, crap. Like We're getting Control and Game Pass. That's incredible. And then the next day, Remedy tweets out, like, the news on a recent Mixer stream by the you know Xbox CEO that said that, that it's coming to Game Pass was incorrect. We have no plans to do anything that's like that. That's what I saw. Yes. So that's what I saw, and I was like, oh. So Control is the perfect game for Game Pass. It'd be awesome, but they are more embedded with Sony right now. They, sure. they're, they're doing their marketing stuff with Sony. That's I think fine. part of part of the DLC is coming first to Sony. So that's a, an interesting thing. What happened? Did it was it just like a, a mix up in his brain? Are they negotiating? And he didn't mean to he, spill it too soon. Maybe that was a thing. I, I, maybe yeah. maybe he was just thinking of a different game entirely. It's possible that maybe they he was were like, of, "Hey, we want to build hype for the game." Yeah, could, maybe he was thinking about Quantum Break. I don't know because <laughs> that's on Game Pass, and I love Quantum Break. I uh, love Quantum Break. That's a game I always wanted to circle back. So to. much fun. But yeah, that that's that that was like. I was like, what? what was that? No, I did not what know Phil Spencer said that. I, yeah. What I did see was the tweet that Remedy was refuting that Got it was it. coming to Game Pass. So and you weren't sure how like, that rumor oh, started. Yeah, yeah. Right, um, right from the horse's mouth. So uh, we we probably talked a great deal about control off-air. I don't know about on-air so much. Not that we want to dive into it, but you and I both enjoyed that game. Yeah, I think there's a good spot for us to get into it once we start talking about these nominations. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, because... Uh, well, yeah, we'll get there. We got one more piece of news. We'll, we'll dive in. I'm glad that it's getting uh, the recognition that it deserves, and I didn't think it would. Me either. Uh, I thought it was going to just kind of fade away because it was a weird release. It was end of August. Yeah. Um, and and it's, it's a weird game. It is a weird game. But no it's not the weirdest year, weirdest game of the year. No. Not even the weirdest sure. AAA game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, definitely not. Uh, last news item for uh, the week here. We've got uh, a new edition of Star Wars Battlefront 2. So we, we talked about this a little bit earlier in the show. I'm diving back into it. 
kind of cool, but again, if you voted with your wallet the first time around, you're definitely not going to be prompted to buy it now. Nah. Uh, kind of. It almost felt like this one slipped under the radar, but uh, they call it Star Wars Battlefront 2 Celebration Edition. Uh, this just launched last week, so you can upgrade if you have the game already for $24.99 on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation, or you can pick this up brand new for $39.99. The difference being it includes all of the basically cosmetic items that you can get in game. Now there are a ton. I got to give credit there. There is a ton of different um, versions of our heroes and villains and every sort of possible imaginable stormtrooper, clone trooper, resistance, rebel alliance, you name it. There's a ton. So this game, especially from where we're looking at now, as opposed to release is drastically different. So for $39.99, not a bad gig. Uh, you get a lot with it. All the DLC was free. Not um, that there was a ton of story DLC, but there was a lot of multiplayer DLC. It's constantly changing and evolving. Like there are very few eras of Star Wars or uh, locations or heroes that you can't play as. Uh, really, the only notable miss to me right now is Rogue One. Or if you include the Clone Wars in that, you can't really you can't play as Ahsoka but you can play as General Kenobi, General Skywalker, the clones. Hmm. Uh, long story short, all of that $39.99 or upgrade for $24.99, and um, it'll include, uh, I guess this would probably be free anyway, but I'm not sure, uh, the Rise of Skywalker content. So uh, you'll get legendary outfits for Kylo Ren, Rey, and Finn. I think those are part of this that you wouldn't be able to get otherwise. And there's going to be two locations. So one is Jakku, and then one is described as a jungle planet, which they are not naming. Mm. So I don't know what that means, if it is a callback to Endor or if it is just a new planet that they just didn't want to release the name of yet. That's got to be it, right? They would have just said Endor if that was the case. And it's specifically the Rise of Walk- uh, Rise of Skywalker content, so yeah, they got so. They got to keep a, a lid on things for sure. Uh, Rise of Skywalker content comes uh, the day that the movie releases. That's next week, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank you. Goosebumps. There they are. Next so, week. Man, next week. That is so crazy. We just talked about it on We Have Spoken, and I was like, uh, so we got, we're going to see Jumanji. Star Wars is next week. Next week. We are like just like just over a week away. We're so close. Oh, man. It's so crazy. I have yep. so many questions, so many <laughs> thoughts. Uh, anyway, uh, this probably doesn't move the needle for you at all, this no, new edition. It, I'm, I'm glad they're doing some stuff with it. I am. It's a little weird that they're charging a $24.99 upgrade for that. So That's you, kind of expensive. You can... I agree. I I didn't bite the bullet and do this. I want to because, hello. Yeah. Uh, I think $15 is my comfort zone, which is a funny kind of line in the sand to draw, but sure. that's where I'm at because it's not really a new game. It's I mean, just appearances. You paid $60 for this game. I did. Well, a little less because I had the best buy. There you go. Gamers Club unlocked yeah, yeah. there. RIP. But yeah, it's, yeah. That, that's a tough pill to swallow for me. I mean, 40 bucks for this being you know someone's first entry into the game seems okay, but... Yeah. Absolutely, I would argue that's a great value yeah. because there's a lot of content now. But don't buy that now because you'll be able to get that in like a month for way less. Agree. I don't. I, I don't see this moving the needle in terms of sales at all, and I see this being discounted pretty heavily very soon. I. That's exactly what I'm holding out hope for. Yeah. Uh, is that they'll they'll discount that? I can jump in. You know, you can probably as my Rise of Skywalker Ray. You'll probably be able to buy the the full copy of this game again cheaper than the upgrade cost very soon. Yeah, I would say so, and it's been discounted so much over the like. Oh I mean, oh, like six dollars. I've seen like yeah, yeah. like really very really cheap, cheap, very cheap. Uh, and it's funny because like people talk about like a possible Battlefront three from time to time, and I'm like, I don't understand where they would go with it because you can play everything in this game. Yeah, like everything. It's crazy. 
Um, all right. So I better cut myself off before I talk any more <laughs> Star Wars here. We'll get to the, the meat of the show here. The Game Awards are this week one of my uh, favorite gaming events of the year. They've done such a wonderful job with it, especially um, in the last, I would say, four or five years. When did uh, Keeley take over? I think this has kind of always been Keeley's thing. But so like he, he's, he started funding this on his own. I so they say. broke away from, it, it was first on Spike TV, I think, and then it was G4 TV. Yes, so it's, it was it's Spike for a while. It's broken away a couple of different times. I think this is the fourth year that Keeley is like, it is just the Game Awards with no network attached to it. and Because I think Jeff Keeley like owns a company called the Game Awards. I mean, I think that's like his I job. You're correct. Yeah. Yep. So I think it's been like four years, and I could be wrong about that, but whatever. You know what I mean. It's year um, four or five either yeah. way. Uh, four or five yeah. years where where it's been like a, a separate. You no, know, obviously they're they're sponsored. It's not a completely independent project, but this is this is Jeff Keeley's baby. And uh, yeah, four or five years, and it has uh, it's only gotten better every year. I love it just like you. It's a great production. It's it's even if no announcements were on the horizon. Yeah, I think it's a fun event. That's never right? and, and that's always cool, but that's never the reason I'm excited. I, I'm I'm always kind of just surprised by the announcements. I know they're coming, but for whatever reason, I don't get hyped for them like I do for like an E3 or something like that. Same. I'm just excited to just watch the celebration of games. We got some really big stuff last year. We got Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, which yeah. was nice. Oh, for the Switch. the Persona. Uh, didn't we get the Persona reveal that? I think that you're right. Joker was going to be yes, yeah did. in Smash. Uh, we got that was huge. Um, a ton of game reveals, like the indie game reveals, which were great. And then we got a Mortal Kombat reveal as well. Oh, I okay. Yeah, I think uh, you might be right. So there was there was a lot going on in, in addition to just kind of sitting back, relaxing, and enjoying this, you know, this wrap-up at the end of the year because it's always so busy in gaming, as we mentioned, January to December now. So on top of it, we're getting a tease for 10 game reveals, I believe. I think the number is right? up to 15. 15? Okay. So, yeah, so uh, that number 10 came out when... Uh, so Jeff Keighley did an AMA on Reddit. I want to say it was Thursday or Friday of last week, and that became a quick story. He answered a question, and someone said, uh, what can we expect? Anything new? And he goes, yeah, I can't really set your expectations. Everyone likes different stuff, but I think we're at like 10 different games, uh, 10 different brand new announcements. And I think today I saw a headline that number is closer or if not at 15 on uh, un released you know footage for games that we haven't seen before yet i'm all about it yeah it's uh, gonna I can't be cool. wait to see what we're gonna get um well what we're gonna do here is jump through just some of uh the categories the nominees the yes uh, the nominees for the 2019 game awards uh, offer who we think is gonna win maybe our selection we've got jeff's as well uh so even though jeff is is home recovering uh we're gonna work him into the show here a little He's here bit here in spirit <laughs> yes he is i I vote we start for the uh, the big one. Let's, let's let's go right into the big discussion. Let's do it. Game of the year. All right. So from the list, we've got Control, Death Stranding, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, uh, Resident Evil Two Remake, uh, Sekiro, Sekiro or Sekiro. Uh, I say Sekiro, but I say I, Sekiro as well. I don't know. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice and the Outer Worlds. A great list. Oh, really? No doubt about it. Weak like, list, in my opinion. Get out of here. I think those are all great games. <laughs> We're so spoiled from. Hang the, on, I take the, that back. From the final two years. I take. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. I wouldn't say it compares to 2018. But it like, doesn't compare to 17 either. I mean, so 2017, a game like Horizon Zero Dawn was probably third behind Zelda and Mario, and I think it would have ran away with this with this list right here. All right, that's a fair point. And Spider Man was in Spider Man last year was number three to Red Dead and oh, to last God, year was disgusting. And, and to God of War. So Just and brutal. I and I think Spider Man would have ran away with this year. I think so. I still think these are all. Great. I don't know that they're on the list of like when you talk about. We're spoiled. We were. We've been spoiled. Eighteen is just like I, I don't think. We'll, I don't know if we'll ever see a better year. I think seventeen's 
close. Okay. But I do. I, I'm with you though. It's 18 I, I, for me. I would give the nudge to 18 too because yeah. there was a lot of awesome like little indie stuff that came out as well that really pushed needle for me. So yeah. like, wait, was Celeste 17 or 18? 18. All right. So yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah 18 was incredible. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. But so I, I what I say so that these games are all great. Death Stranding. I I, I don't have an opinion on because I haven't played the game. I, yeah. I, there's so much out there. I can't quite form an opinion because I have not picked up a controller on it. For sure. But, you know, we we, we both are, uh, we're both in this industry. We we, we, we listen to a lot of opinions. Yes. We, we know the, the temperature on it. Totally. It's a very divisive game. Yes. Very yes. divisive game. I don't see this running away with it like a lot of people probably would have expected it to before yeah. it came out. And then, of course, you got all the, oh, it's Jeff Keighley shows and it's no, there. It's, very, like, it's super transparent. I mean, like, the, yes. the, the you can go on the Game Awards website. You can see how this stuff is is nominated. 100%. It's nominated by a, a pool of uh, outlets. They all nominate five things for each category, and it is voted on 90% by those same outlets. I think the same outlets. 10% by fan vote. Jeff Keighley does not get a vote. Correct. <laughs> um, no vote. Looking at this list here, um, so obviously Super Smash Brothers came out in December of last year, and that's probably the cutoff, right? So yes, so yeah, th- that was the thing there. Um, notably, missing Jedi Fallen Order from this list. Yes, so that wasn't one from what I understand that actually missed the 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 date cutoff. That was one where the invites, or no, I'm sorry, the emails for the ballots just happened to go out like a couple days before reviewers got their codes. So it's like it could have been eligible, but nobody was comfortable enough with what they played at previews to nominate it. That's fine. So, but Even though I, I think it, it should be on this list. I think it is. Theoretically. In, in my eyes, it's the clear winner if it was on this list. Same. So, I'm with you. Well, not I mean, just for me, even for like critically, I think that game would win this award. Oh, man. Could you imagine? Like, that would be crazy to see a Star Wars game win game of the year. And, and, and I think it's, it's so brutal because I don't think it has a shot next year. I think even if it's on that ballot, yeah. no, nobody thinks about it. Like, You've got such a list already that we assume even if they're half decent, they're going to be great games. For sure. Know? Whether it's Cyberpunk or hopefully Avengers the, the is The Last great. of Us Part 2. Like, come on. Like, we're, it's we're over stacked. and over. We're it's stacked. unbelievable. But let me, I mean, let me ask you, what What do you think is going to win and what would be your pick? I, I'm so torn, man. I really, it, what do I think is going to win? I have no idea. I, I, I really I, don't. I don't either. I'm going to, I think I'm going to go with RE2. So Pavlok says the same. He thinks uh, Resident Evil 2 will win. RE2 seems to be the game that had the best critical reception around it. Um, I don't remember any any issues. I think everybody kind of just universally loved that game. The only thing I think it's going to go against it is that it's a remake. Right. I, I think some people, my, me included, if, if even if I... And I didn't play the game, so that, keep that for what it is. I, I, I didn't play RE2. But I think if I were to be submitting a, a vote here, I think the fact that it's a remake would play into, into my thought process a little bit. So we've... Even um, at the Geekiverse year-end awards, we do something called the, the Geek Awards, and uh, we've had it as a separate category. Like yeah. so, if it was a game that was a remake, a remaster, anything like that, we had different categories for them, and we didn't. Uh, they weren't eligible for Game of the Year. So I don't know. We'll talk yeah. about that. It's but it's tough though because it's, it, it's such a fine line because this is a different game. I, I mean, know. it is the same narrative story for the most part. It's the same structure, but they made this game again. I know they didn't just take their 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 you know their their ROM and and just right. up, it's not up a copy and paste. No, right? they, they, so they, they they built this game again and they added a lot from from what I hear that makes makes it pretty incredible. So it's tough to discount it, which is why I think other people will kind of have that same view. And it just seems like the the cleanest game in this list in my eyes. So I I think that will win, and I'm not confident, but that is my official vote for what I think will win. And we're gonna tally these up. We're gonna see who has the most uh, right out of this next week. Yeah, yeah, um, that's a good idea. Oh man, I 
so first of all, I love that Outer Worlds is on this list. Yeah. I, I, I think it's a nice showing for Obsidian. For sure. Um, Did you play any of that? No, I downloaded it though. I, I played. I, I played it, a bit. I, Star I'm, Wars. Came I'm, out. <laughs> it did. I, I'm almost all the way through it, and I just it's short RPG, it, right? Yeah, for the most part. But it, even without the time equipment, I, I got kind of burned out, just like I did with Fallout Four. Yeah, where I'm just okay. like, I've done this. I've seen the world. I've heard that. I don't really care about the story. It's an RPG. It scratched that itch for a little while. It didn't didn't move the needle for me. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I um. I just picked up Resident Evil 2, a Black Friday for 15 bucks. Yeah. It, Stoked about that. I'm going to play that for sure. Yeah. Uh, I expect to pick that up over the holiday as well. Uh, Sekiro just picked up as well. Another great deal. So, um, you know what? I kind of maybe take that back about RE2 being the cleanest game, like track record wise. Sekiro could be right there too. I feel like that might. <sighs> People who love that game love that game. That did very well critically. I mean, all these games did to different degrees, but like Sekiro, it's hard to find. I think you're hard pressed to find. Really, a lot of negative press on it at yeah, all. Yeah, I think the the issue is going to be it's for a specific group of people. You have to like Agreed. those games. So, is that going to is there going to be enough people out there who didn't vote for it because they didn't touch it? I am going to say, oh man, this is so hard. This is so. I th- I think this is where like last year, like despite having all of those wonderful games, that like I had a definite game of the year. Like it was God of War for me. Not even close. Yeah, that's it. And it's all yeah. Despite Red Dead being great. Spider-Man, Spider-Man being yeah. one of my favorite games ever. God of War was it. Yep. Like from the time I picked up the control on that game, that was game of the year. Same it was with, a ten out of ten. Same with twenty seventeen for me. Like it, with Horizon? No. Breath of the Wild. Oh, oh. Breath gotcha. of the Wild is my favorite game of all time. Gotcha. Oh, that's saying a lot. Uh, so like that game yeah. was like I knew I knew going into this and I and I, I could tell by the way, you know, critics received that game is like that's gonna win. I, I know Mario Odyssey is gonna get a lot of nods, and I know that Horizon's gonna get a lot of nods because they were both great games. Yeah. Yeah. Zelda's gonna win this, and it did. Yeah. Well, I thought that Red Dead was going to run away with it last year. Yeah, Got a one, right? It did. So Red Dead won like all these different awards, and I was. It felt like the popular commercial choice. Yeah, not to cut, take anything away from no, it. No, like, the game's incredible. But God of War, like, had my vote hardcore, and I my jaw dropped when it won because I never thought it would. I was so happy. Yeah, that was it. Um, all right, I'm going to go uh, with Game of the Year here being. Um, I'm going to go with Sekiro. Okay. It or not. So um, it's kind of the dark horse choice, in my opinion. Yeah, I think you're, uh, I think you're not, uh, probably not too far off there. I think uh, I'd like to say control, because on this list, it's control for me. However, um, there's there's a lot of reviews out there that were mediocre for it. Uh, there's it, It's not a universally loved game. Yeah, that, that's true. That um, could uh, factor in here. Agreed, I, and I'm with you on that. That's my pick out of this list too. Control is my yeah. pick. You know, I, out of these games, I've really only played Control and the Outer Worlds and dabbled and gotten my my ass beat and smash a little bit. <laughs> but that's really about it. I have still not played Super Smash Bros. I don't own it, but I've I've gotten wrecked on other people's consoles. I've not played a second of it, which yeah. is crazy. To I'm not me. a fighting game guy, and I'm not a Smash guy. I know they're kind of some people consider them the same thing, but they're you know yeah yeah not for me. Um. Uh, yeah, controls my that that would be my game on this list as well. Now again, my my game of the year is Jedi Fallen Order, which same. got snubbed from this list. But yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, best game direction. We'll move on to here. Game I uh, again, it's tough with not having played uh, these games, but I'll tell you, Control uh, again felt like it, it really did a good job of. What are our nominees here? Uh, so we got Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil Two, Sekiro, and Outer Wilds. Oh yeah, my my clear pick is Outer Wilds on that one, for game direction. Okay. So Outer Wilds could have so you you throw Outer Wilds on that first list of game of the year. That's my game of the year in that list. 
I would still nudge, in my personal opinion, Fallen Order over it. But until Jedi, Outer Wilds was my my game of the year. I do remember you talking about that. It's very good, and art direction is exactly what it does the best. This is a open game, and it is just like, hey, you are in this little solar system. Figure it out. Everything where do you, there's a couple of different planets. Where do you have to go next? Figure it out. <laughs> this is these are the little breadcrumbs we gave you. Uh, that so that's my pick, mm-hmm. and I also think it might win. I um. I am going to say, I'm going to predict Control wins Okay. here. Uh, now, Control, I felt like, and it's funny because we talked about it. There's, I think there's five different powers and abilities, or power slash abilities you can get. It's been a while. Uh, there's four or five, and I only had two or three. Yeah, Forgive there, me. There was one I didn't unlock. We talked about that. We both yeah. didn't unlock one of them specifically. So you and I went out for two. a drink and talked about this game extensively, yeah. and, like right after it came out. And that was one thing that I remember being like, oh my gosh, I still like this game, and I didn't even get to those powers. And you, like, I felt like a Jedi. I did that in Jedi, actually. <laughs> I never, this isn't a spoiler, it's in the trailers. I never unlocked throwing your lightsaber. Oh, nice. I, I beat the game. I still don't have that along. I, I, I went elsewhere with my skill tree, and I, I focused oh, on... Definitely all, helpful. Yeah, I, I, never, <laughs> I never had it. Well, it's amazing. So you can um, um, unlock how many lives you get uh, before you have to respawn, and I finished the game with three. Wait, say that again? So, like, how you know how you get stim packs from BD? Yeah. Like, that's what I'm talking about. So... Um, Did you say you can set that? That no. So you can you unlock can, you, more. Oh, you find more. Yeah, yeah. I, I also with three. Me too. So which is the minimum? I think you can, before finishing the game, find more, like without having to like go through special you, abilities. You certainly can. Uh, and I like right after the game ended, I went to my first planet that oh, I was going to. Me too. Exactly I, the same oh thing. Oh my gosh! I was like, so for that last boss fight, I could have had, had one five. more. Long. There were there were two. Oh, I only got one. Um, so we it was, went. To it the was same in that place. temple room, right? Like the the still in this. You know, there's another one right near there. Oh. No joke. Like you could throw a stone. There was another ledge that I saw that I didn't go for. Yeah, I didn't. So huh. I was really mad. Because I spent, you spent three hours. I was like two and a half hours, yeah. and that would one of them would have made a huge difference for sure. Yeah, no, <laughs> so I, that's crazy. You and I we, went like really hardcore. This that's game. nuts, man. I didn't realize we both had the exact same experience. We're like, yeah, yeah. I went right. As the first thing I went back to was that that place. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, where can I go? I can go here now. Right, oh, great, more stim packs. That's where I went because I thought it would be the easiest place. And uh, sure enough, I should have gone before the ending. Yep, man, good to know. Jedi, we got to talk more about it later. Seriously. Uh, so. Uh, you said Outer Wilds would be your prediction. Yeah, prediction right? and mine. And your both, yeah. Control would be both for mine as well. Okay. Best narrative uh, nominees are A Plague Tale, Innocence, Control, Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, and The Outer Worlds. Uh, man. Man, The Outer Worlds has no riping on this list. <laughs> for narrative? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, just didn't. I, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to predict best narrative goes to A Plague Tale. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I heard a lot of buzz about that game. I don't know much about it. That's maybe one of these on this list that I don't know much about. Um, I know people love Disco Elysium. People are all about that game. I've heard people say that it ruined uh, the Outer Worlds for them in terms of uh, you know playing an RPG and kind of when they came out. Um, this is where I think Death Stranding will get the nod. Okay. This is where I think that people filling out ballots will be like, okay, Death Stranding did something. What did it do? Well, it told us a story. It was well acted. People don't really necessarily like Norman Reedus in this game, actually. But for the the supporting cast, it was supposed to be pretty good. Um, yeah, I think that I think Death Stranding gets the nod. The only thing I can personally give it to would be Control, because that's all 
well, other than Outer Worlds, which I th- didn't think had a good narrative at all. And it's funny for a Remedy game, I didn't love Control's story, and yeah. I feel like Remedy's so good at it. It was it was way. weird. Yeah, it, I, was... I, it didn't make sense a lot of the time to me, and I, I don't feel like like a, a story can kind of circle around and make yeah. sense at the end. But this one still just kind of felt like there was a lot of fill in the blank. It was there. one of those where it, it didn't make sense and it wasn't my fault. <laughs> like I, exactly, I understood what That's I should best be. Way to put it. Yeah, best way. Uh, best narrative also uh, Pavlok said uh, Death Stranding. Okay. So yeah. uh, back to game direction, he predicted Death Stranding. Got it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I, from what I've seen with reviews and some stuff, I guess direction for Death Stranding could make sense. Yeah. Um, but uh, man, uh, if if Outer Wilds doesn't win game direction, it's it's because enough people didn't touch it. Probably. That is what that game... That's or the they're bread, confused. That's the bread <laughs> and butter. Or they're confused. <laughs> and I, I was going to make the joke that uh, the Outer Worlds isn't even the best game that starts with Outer. <laughs> and then the second word starts with W and has an LDS in it. It was up here. <laughs> yeah. It was up here. I'm so happy. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't even the what best game. What a weird thing. Yeah, like, wild. All these so close that to was each other. Very weird. Um, but yes, yeah. Narrative again. The only two I played were Control and Outer Worlds, and Control gets it by a long shot in there. But I think, uh, what did I say? I think on that one, I think I said, "Oh, Death Stranding." Well, I, did. I did say something. Okay. I think I went with Death Stranding. Okay. Oh, this, this is where I said it gets a nod. Yeah, I think people like the story in that one. I think Death Stranding gets a a, a, a big award here. Best narrative is a pretty prestigious award. It's not Game of the Year, but it's a hey, you know a lot something to write home about. Yeah, I think Death Stranding gets the nod. And I think my pick is control. Uh, I, I'm with you on, on personal pick control okay. for me. Best art direction. Uh, so we've got nominees control, death stranding, Grizz? Grizz? Uh, I've heard it. I've heard it. Greece and I've heard. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sayonara wild hearts. Uh, Sekiro, Sekiro shadows die twice and legend of Zelda links awakening. Why are our uh, things out of order? Okay. All right. Oh, because uh, this one's from GameSpot and I couldn't pull up that up earlier because there was an error on it. Uh, no yeah. worries. Okay. Yeah, so, this is an interesting one. Um, man, Greece is gorgeous. I don't, I haven't played, but I've seen a lot about it. But I art, think it's going to be Link's Awakening. That is a a strong a strong vote for it. I mean, it, that's a beautiful game. Yeah, Pavlox is Death Stranding. Wow, Pavlox high. Death Stranding. I mean, these are these aren't his picks. I guess these are what he right, thinks are going to prediction. I don't think Death Stranding wins this one. I think I am with you that it goes to Link's Awakening. That's that's very impressive. That's a very cute game. That art style's awesome. Personal vote, I go Sayonara Wild Hearts. That game is gorgeous. Oh, for sure. I love I'm with you on that. That, that. that game is so cool. I love yeah. again, that's that, that's kind of almost like more game direction than it is art direction, but I just No, it's not. I I love Sayonara. Like, yeah. That's a cool game. That was announced last game awards. Was it? Yes, oh yeah. That uh, was yeah. one of the first ones. And everyone's like, what are we looking at? Yeah, that was it's so colorful. That's one of those games that, that makes Apple Arcade worth it just for the trial. I mean, if you it's, it's so awesome. I uh so from for me I'm gonna agree uh saying our wild hearts uh, in terms of best art direction for personal pick, um and then I think it will uh, actually come through. Uh, so you know, oh really? I, I think so. Yeah. All right. So you're gonna go at wild oh, hearts? No, no, no. You know what? No. Link's Awakening. I'm sorry. I keep going back and forth. Yeah, it's. Tough. I'm gonna stick with Link's Awakening. Okay. I'm gonna go with my my first pick there. So we're on the same page there. We, yeah. we think Links will take it. But we both think Sayonara but is Zelda's the best. got to win something, probably. And it, yeah, you know, looking at the I, list. I would agree with that if it wasn't a remake. If it wasn't, uh, you know, I'm with you on the kind of the thought with remakes. Like I don't hold it against it, but there has to be something said for it. Yeah, for sure. Um. So. Yeah. See, my game spotless is kind of all over. What, it's okay. I'll, I'll find it. No, no, you go first. Okay. You, you got your your, your uh, runner here. 
so best score slash music. So this is always huge for me. I'm I'm so into this, and I've got a definitive pick. Uh, Can you read the nominees? Yes, we've got Cadence of Hyrule, Death Stranding, Shocker, yet again, uh, Devil May Cry 5, which I cannot wait to play, and that's on Game Pass, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, and Sayonara Wild Hearts. Uh, my pick, Kingdom Hearts 3, I also think it's going to win. Uh, wow, Outer Wilds got snubbed. Outer Wilds has such a good soundtrack. Yeah. I listen, that's like, wow. Musical cues, whether it's a movie or a game, so big to me. I love it. It sets the mood, sets the atmosphere. They're trying to tell you a story sometimes or even give you hints with it. For sure. And it, uh, we've talked about it on our Star Wars series, you know, with John Williams, what he's trying to tell you. And with this, I mean, Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, I do not love that game by any means, but I'll tell you, I like one thing that, that nailed was the, the score, musical score. I'm with you on this list here. I think it's... Yeah, I think my personal goes to Kingdom Hearts. I think it wins too. But man, if if Outer Wilds was on this list, I think it would be my my vote for sure. Pavlov predicts Cadence of Hyrule. Yeah, I mean that's a that that's a musical based game, right? Yep, that's yep. a rhythm game, and the same with Sinar Wild Hearts. I mean, it's just basically a, a music video, endless music video that you play. Wouldn't be so. crazy at all. No, so yeah, yeah, this could go three different ways. But I, I'm with you, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, best audio design next. So, uh, yeah, so that was that. Those are kind of. Those, those are close, but I think some of those things you touched on fall more into audio design, like specific cues. I mean, like music cues, obviously sure. go, go to soundtrack, but a lot of that's a lot of those like momentary cues fall into audio design. I think. So I mean, if you think you know score music, you it's like what what goes on the the soundtrack. What you know are you listening to in your car? For sure. Best audio design is is everything else, uh, but maybe with a little of the score wrapped into it. Sure. In my opinion, so best audio design. Uh, the nominees are Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Control, Death Stranding, Gears Five, Resident Evil Two, and uh, Sekiro again. I um, my pick would actually personally be Gears Five. Hmm. Um, did you play through the campaign in that? Through it? No, I've played a, a bit of it. I think I'm. Is there five chapters? I'm probably on almost done with three. If maybe not started four. Yeah, like I was that. really a big fan of of how that ended. Um, and I, I mean, I enjoyed it all the way through too. Uh, but uh, Gears Five would be my personal pick. I think, um, man, it's hard. I feel like best audio design is going to go to, I'm going to go with Resident Evil 2. So this is one that... Atmosphere for me. Atmosphere is huge. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, in their original, not marketing, but in their original press demos of this game, audio was a huge thing they focused on. They talk. They talked a lot about how realistic these guns sound, and they spent like a lot. I remember listening to podcasts, like kind of funny podcasts, stuff like that. People who went and saw this game early, like early on uh, press showings, that they spent a lot of time talking about the audio design. Interesting. So I think that I think that'll win it because of because of the focus on it. Um, and it's great, no doubt about it. Yeah, it sounds incredible. Big fan. I, I don't really have a pick in this one. Nothing really jumps out at me in like terms personally? of what I've played. Yeah, Control sure. had some really cool cues audio-wise, but like nothing really jumped out at me. Um, Pavlox got uh, Sekiro. Yeah, I didn't touch that one, so I can't. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna go Call of Duty for for kind of both, just because I really don't have an answer for me. But I think Call of Duty wins. Okay. Uh, do we want to dive into best performance? Uh, we can talk about. It. I don't really have a. I don't think either of us have a horse in the race, right? Do we? Laura Bailey is is Kate Diaz was awesome. 
I mean, she'd be you know, looking at this list. So we've we've got uh, Ashley Birch as Pavardi. Oh, she was know. awesome. Yeah, she was she was a lot of fun. I like that character a lot. In the uh, Outer Worlds, there's Courtney Hope as Jesse Faden in Control. I th- she was wonderful. She was incredible. no doubt about it. Um, yeah. I wrote about it in my review too. How good she was. Uh, Laura Bailey as Kate Diaz in Gears. Mads Mikkelsen as Cliff in Death Stranding. And that's a shame because I love Mads Mikkelsen and I I would love to uh, have experienced it. And yeah, I hear I hear uh, he was incredible. You know, he's he's just he's good all around always. Uh, Matthew Peretta as Dr. Casper Darling in Control. Um, yeah, I can see that. That's my pick. <laughs> um, I just totally forgot about him. Uh, Norman Reedus as uh, Sam Porter Bridges in uh, Death Stranding. And, I, and I've heard very, very uh, subpar things about Norman Reedus' performance in that game. Really? Yeah, very, uh, very one-tone. Uh, That's kind of crazy to me. Yeah, I mean. I believe it. I'm just saying it's like. He's such a top build guy. I'm yeah. not going into it. Yeah, so I, I don't think he wins. A lot of people probably would have guessed that based on his uh, his star-studded status. But um, my pick is going to be uh, Matthew, was it Peretta? Yes. For for Casper Darling. That hit, that role was incredible. That's your personal pick? Personal okay. pick. My personal pick would be Laura Bailey as Kate Diaz because, man, she, um, even back to Gears 4, just delivered such a such a performance for me. Yeah, uh, she's she really she did kill it. I I really liked her in, in Gears Four and Five as well. I I predict actually that Courtney Hope's gonna win. Me too. I feel like she's the. I mean, this is a great list, but like she's the popular choice. Yeah, like, this was a coming out year for her in terms of that. Yep, agreed. I'm with you. Uh, what do we got here for Pavla? Did he list one performance? Uh, Laura Bailey. Okay. Okay. Cool. Games for impact. I don't really have. Um, much to say for that. I love this category. I, I listen to other gaming podcasts, and it kind of gets joked on a little bit. Like, oh, what does it mean? I think it's kind of clear that they're going for. Like, if you look at uh, their, I'm gonna pull it up here. They're. I, I finally figured out that this list is alphabetical. Um, oh, nice. Like, why is our list so different? Why is mine well, seem yeah, like it's random? Why they would be different? Um, so games for impact. The way they uh, they describe it is for a thought provoking game with a pro social meaning or message. Okay. It, it, that's not binary. That's b- not black and white. But we mm-hmm. know what the what Jeff and his team means there. Sure. Um, I like this this uh, this category a lot. For me, the only nod I can give it to it is Life is Strange Two. That's the only game that I have any experience with here. Very excited to finish that up uh, very soon. But I, I've heard great things about Concrete Genie. That's a, that's a Sony exclusive that I think that deals a lot with bullying. Um, I. Th- I don't know what what Grease tackles, but I know a lot of people love that game. Um, kind, do you know anything about Kind Words? No, nothing. Kind Words is I think it's a PC only game, and it's almost interesting to call that a game. It's a place where you can just write something, and it goes out there, and anybody can take that and just respond to you. And it, it and it's literally just and there and it has like this. Um, this soundtrack that's always playing. It's like this lo-fi, chill hip-hop beat that's just always going, and it's meant to be just a place to hang out. <laughs> so it's kind of just like a, a an experience. Like you just log on to to kind words, and you just hang out and read what people have got going on. That's different. And you can respond to them, and it's kind of just all about. Apparently, the community is very very good about self policing, and it's it's just a really cool, very different different type thing. Um, I didn't, haven't played their experience it myself, but I've seen I've seen a lot about it. Um, sea of Solitude, I don't know anything about. Man, I wanted to play Sea of Solitude so bad. I, just, I haven't yet. I, I know I will circle around to it. Yeah. Um, that was announced two E3s ago now. Um, uh, it was part of EA's kind of indie games, okay. like Unravel. Yeah. Uh, so that one would, would be a hope for me. It's funny, Life is Strange 2. I, man, I played episode one. I was not a fan. Just not oh, a fan. And oh, I, really? I so of t- so episode one of part two? Yeah, so Got it. Life is Strange 2, Episode 1. Um, I, I just was not into it. I, it I turns. have the season pass. 
It turns. Okay. Try it again. Okay. Yeah, it uh, it, it gets better. I um, I mean, yeah, your your gaming opinion definitely matters to me. So that's something I'll, yeah, I'll we, shift back. Very into. similar taste. I, I would. I, I would even on PS4. For sure, I, I would go for it. I I, okay. I think I'm only through chapter three at this point. I think and four it, are out, right? Like four, four chapters. Uh, four out and five comes out like this weekend or something. It's very soon. Yeah, it, it's wrapping up Long soon. Release cycle if, for that. Yeah, I think they would be a little bit better if they were uh, a little more dated yeah. if you didn't have to wait so long to to find out when you were going to play the next version but I, I played one right at launch and or actually a little before launch we did get a review copy of that and um i don't know yeah but i'll dive back into it i would uh my my guess is going to be i think i'm going to go with kind words that's such a that's such an interesting idea and i hope enough people have seen it and it's got the exposure to get that that kind of a nod because it really kind of kind of lives up to what this category is going for my name Pavlak's prediction uh, both actually is life is strange too it's the most notable for sure you know. oh yeah no doubt about and it it comes down to sometimes how many hands have touched that game so yeah absolutely okay uh best ongoing game uh so we've got apex legends destiny 2 destiny 2 hanging around man yeah they've, uh, they've done a lot this year <laughs> this was yeah. their first year self-publishing that's right oh. uh, i heard some good things Final Fantasy uh, 14, we've got Fortnite, of course, uh, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. All very, very good answers. Yeah, I uh, I got to predict uh, Apex. For me, Fortnite across the board. Yeah. Fortnite, um, I think we forget what it did last year and what it and how it really carried. Not even just last year. It, this started in 2017. Feels like it's been around forever. I mean, it dominated all of 2018, and it is not really lost too much steam coming into 2019. I agree. And what they did with Chapter 2, they shut their game down for a day and a half. On a Sunday afternoon, I think it was noon Eastern, they had this in-game event, yes. and the game just got sucked to, into a black hole and didn't come back until Tuesday. And it was like... What is going Everybody on? Everybody on the internet knew about it. Everybody. It, everybody. And then it just relaunched as it, as a new game. I mean, like, there's a, there was an argument to be made that that Fortnite Chapter 2 was as different, if not more different, than a Call of Duty iteration, a $60 upgrade. It, Fortnite Chapter 2 was... That's was insane. pretty crazy. I've I'm I, I've been a flow with that game. I haven't touched it. Last time I logged in was just to throw some V bucks at the the Stormtrooper skin that came out. Uh, yeah. I wanted to have that, but um, of course, I think Fortnite has to take it. Apex is a good one too. Apex is a is a game that I would actually kind of fight for for game of the year. <laughs> yeah, Apex was yeah they they kind of really dominated that that launch and everything like that. But in ter- they they lost a little bit community wise. Yeah, um, when they, they did something, I think when they rolled out their first second season people weren't happy i'm a part of that subreddit community and that was there was a lot of uproar and they fixed it they put out a new map and stuff like that but um yeah i think they had some ebbs and flows i think fortnite is the is the one uh, pavlak also predicts apex um what a year for respawn by the way for sure incredible i mean they're they they haven't missed yet no nope. respawn i mean yeah titanfall and titanfall 2 didn't sell well for very different reasons but they have not missed yet. That they're they're a developer that I trust with anything at this point. By the way, if you haven't played Titanfall, Titanfall two, go play them. They are they're, they're cheap. They're great. And I just saw a story that uh, the PS four player base of Titanfall two it like just skyrocketed recently hmm. to like seventy five thousand active users from like two thousand. It was it that's was, that's crazy. It must have been a sale or something like that. Um, and in the launch of Apex really caused an upswell and people playing going back and trying Titanfall for the first time as well. So it's yeah, those uh, games are great. High quality titles. There, I'm a huge fan of those for sure. Um, I'm good with skipping best independent game unless you want to. I got to give a shout out to Outer Wilds. It has to win this one. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's just all. Disco, obviously, huge too. Really want to play Katana Zero. Oh, Untitled Goose Game. People love that game. 
people like unironically think that is a treat. And I didn't touch it, and I've seen a lot of videos on it. Are you familiar with it at all? No. It is. It's, I've it, heard the name. That's it. It's like a really small experience where you are this goose, and you have to just kind of do these silly things. Like you're you're in this front yard, and this guy's raking, and the goal is to just steal his rake and throw it in the pond. And like <laughs> it, it's just very cute. It's very cartoony. I'm all about it. Yeah, and people love it, and like unironically think it's a an awesome. And people, there are people who ironically love it as well. Hey, look at how many simulator uh, games we have there, right? Like that's actually a really fun category this yeah. year. That's uh. I give it to Outer Wilds because I adore that game. Of course. Wish I played Katana Zero. People love Disco Elysium. Baba is you. People love this. is a killer category this year. Uh, who do you think? Uh, who do I think wins think so? it? I think Untitled Goose Game wins. Oh, man. Can you imagine? I think that they uh, they controlled the media and they controlled the message enough. <laughs> it's tough. Are they going to are they, are they pull it away from some really, really quality stuff? I, I think yes. My vote for who wins it, Untitled Goose Game, personal vote, Outer Wilds. Uh, so best mobile game, I, I would have probably skipped as well. However, uh, I know you and I both spent a little bit of time with Call of Duty Mobile. Yeah. So this is a, a good fun. opportunity to bring that up. I actually want to hop back into that. They added controller support. Oh, really? So iOS 13 oh. added uh, controller support for both your DualShock 4 and your Xbox One oh, controller. Man. You can sync that up to any iOS device that runs iOS 13, and Call of Duty Mobile now has uh, controller support. So oh, I want to hop back in and play on this bad boy. I kind I mean, I didn't love it, but like the touchscreen was not bad. It was good. Like it worked for me. Yeah, I was dropping some thirty kill games. I'm Dude, like, wait a minute, what's so, going on here? Yeah, you and I like both played right at launch, and I think we both had the same thought. Like, why are we both so great? Yeah, at this? like what are we missing? Are there bo- <laughs> there's got to be bots in here. <laughs> like, I felt like I was so good at it. It's it's the perfect game to truly play on the go. It was fun. In between other stuff, um, I mean, without looking at anything else, that yeah, I would guess be they my pick. they've added zombies to it too. Oh my gosh! Yes, yeah, uh, so that's cool. Cyanide is a good one. What the golf is awesome. Are you familiar with that at all? No. It is like this. It, so it's an Apple Arcade game. I think it's exclusive and like launched on Apple Arcade game or as an arcade game. It is like this really cute game where you're playing golf and it's uh, it, it just gets more bizarre. Like first you're shooting a golf ball and then you're you, you go to shoot the golf ball and the club flies and then like it, it's just super super creative and then it turns into a puzzle game. It's really tough to describe. What the golf is awesome and I could. I could see it winning. People love Grindstone too. Man, there's a lot of good games that are like smaller games this year. That's an Apple Arcade game as well. It's a tougher year because there's a lot of quality games. Just there's no, it doesn't feel like there's that killer out of the park. This one's going to dominate title. Yeah, but they're all pretty quality. But that's the thing. You know, you find a, a consistent level of quality in, on everything on this list. Yeah. Ooh, I got to vote. Um, man, so you're going Call of Duty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to go What the Golf as, my, as both as what I want to win and what I think should win. I have no idea in terms of prediction for this one. I just know I love Call of Duty Mobile. Fair like, enough. I, apps don't last long on my phone. That's one that I still have. Cool. <laughs> that's kind of like that comfort food that's like, oh, if I'm ever stuck somewhere, exactly. doctor's office or something like that. And it's good. It's, it's, it's your Call of Duty experience. It's, it's well made. Um, unless you care, I'm skipping the best action game. Go ahead. Uh, so best action game, uh, we've got uh, Apex Legends, Astral Chain, which I know Pavlok enjoyed, uh, Modern Warfare, Devil May Cry 5, Gears 5, and Metro Exodus, I'm happy to see on this list. Not that Ooh. I would say it's going to win, but uh, that was a game that had, we played it at E3 two years ago, buggy as hell. I would argue still ran into some of those same bugs because I, I did pick it up over the summer, Yeah, but I'm happy that it's there. Uh, a little bit narrative. of a nod's nice. Yeah. yeah, this is a weird category to me. Action game. I mean, it's tough. I feel so many of these are first-person shooters. I my mean, predictions definitely make Cry Five though. <sighs> I feel like that's at, when I think action, and I look at this list, that's it. I would vote based on the games I've played. 
Call of Duty. However, I think that Devil May Cry 5 would be the one to win. You think it's going to get the uh, nod because it's closest be, to the definition the, of an action game? Yes. The only one that would surprise me on this list... I, w- I wouldn't be surprised totally if Astral Chain won, but the, yeah, if Metro both really won, I, I would be definitely surprised. Why is Sekiro not here? I don't know. I think I, I just told you I say Sekiro and then just said Sekiro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I kept jumping back and forth, too. We don't know what we're I talking no about. We're a bunch of goons. I have no um, idea. Yeah, this is a confusing category to me. I wish they would have just gotten rid of action game and gone... And they might even have these after double-check, but I wish they had action-adventure and then first-person shooter. Well, the problem is, yeah, you've got action game, you've got action-adventure. Like, theoretically, couldn't you make an argument for either. Yeah, so I think there should be an action-adventure category, which there is, but then there should just be a shooter category, which is like what both of those two things are doing right now. And there is not a shooter, shooter category. category, which is bizarre to me. I think first-person shooter is still a pretty well-defined... Or even just shooter, like... Yeah, yeah exactly, shooter, yeah, just for, you know, yeah. that be first-person. This but is weird. This um, is a tough one, I Because think. I don't really understand why it exists. I'm going to go Apex Legends. Yeah, I would not be surprised at all. It's got to get a nod, right? Like it. I feel like that did a lot this year. I feel like yeah, action's such a weird action like game. Action, like everything's an action yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. Tony Hawk's an action game. Exactly. You know, like you could have made an argument. Rock Band was action. right. Got some action going on. <laughs> so that's a weird one. Do you predict Apex? Predict. Okay. What yeah. would be your pick? Like you personally on this list? What's the best action game on this list? You might say Apex as well. No, I'd probably go Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Yeah, that was a fun campaign. Yeah, I loved it. Oh yeah. my gosh. So good. Uh, so best action adventure. That makes more sense to me. So action al- also, Pavlok predicts Apex Legends for action. Got it. But so action adventure. This is, Yeah, this is a more of a defined category for me. This is kind of just like... Agreed. That second word makes a big difference. Yeah, action adventure. I mean, that's uh, it just makes more sense to me. Borderlands 3, I guess it belongs on this list. It's not just a, a shooter. It's a looter shooter. There's a lot more going on to it. So I think this list makes more sense from that kind of the definition you and I are imagining. Yeah. But Borderlands 3, Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, uh, Link's Awakening, and then Sekiro. Uh, I got to think, I, I mean, my personal list obviously is Control. Me too. <laughs> because it's what I played. Um, I would predict Resident Evil 2. Ooh, I'm tossed between. So my personal is Control based on what we've played and what we kind of think about these games. I'm up in the air between what will win on Sekiro and Control. Those are the two I think are fighting for this uh, one. Yeah. So I think you. it sounds like you feel about Sekiro in this category, how I felt about Devil May Cry in the last one. Yeah, a little. it really, really gets... Uh, um, so Pav- Pavlok says Resident Evil 2. Okay, for action adventure? Yes. Personal control, and I'm going to go Sekiro for uh, what I think will win this one. I like it. I like it. Switch it up a little bit. Uh, best RPG. So we've got a few things here. We've got... Uh, Disco Elysium, Final Fantasy fourteen, Kingdom Hearts three, Monster Hunter World, Iceborne. I forgot about oh, that. Oh, that's like DLC. That's interesting to yeah, see there. Yeah, I know. Uh, and Outer Worlds. Um, see, it's funny on this list. The only one I played is Kingdom Hearts three, and I wouldn't pick it. Yeah, that's <laughs> tough. I. Uh, it's not gonna win. Man, I, it's not gonna win. Outer Worlds was much much better received than uh, Kingdom Hearts three. Um, I predict Outer Worlds wins. I. Man, this is tough because if you if you look at the at the industry and like the buzz around these games, Disco Elysium should win this. Disco Elysium was like the sweetheart of this year, but people didn't play it. It was stuck on PC, which I know is a weird thing to say. Everyone has a PC, but it's not always what we think of. Um, huh. I'm gonna go Outer Worlds. Okay. Yeah, Outer Worlds. I think. Uh, yeah, Pavlak said that as well. Reviewed shockingly well. Yeah. From my experience with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was people giving it like nines, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, man, this is a middling seven IMO, but <laughs> people gave it that. Um, IMO RPG. Yeah, but I think... 
even though I didn't play this game, I don't care. I can do whatever I want. I'm going to say I want Elysium to win. That game deserves something. That game is really cool, and I do want to play it. I just... I don't feel like uninstalling TurboTax to make room for a game on my PC, you know? <laughs> of course. Um, Monster Hunter World, I am excited to see that uh, that is still circling around here. Yeah, it's cool. That's DLC. And, it's, and I like seeing that, I think. I, I think that it's cool to see like a DLC come out and change a game and it be considered for something like this. When you, I mean, it's a testament to the quality of it. Exactly. Uh, it's the best fighting game. Uh, we've got Dead or Alive 6, which is funny. Uh, Jump Force, Mortal Kombat 11, Samurai Showdown, and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I mean, you gotta. Oh man, I I think I, it comes down to Mortal Kombat or Super Smash. I abstain. I have no idea. I, uh, I don't. So we, Pavlik and I played Jump Force, and I'm not a fighting game guy, but that was a blast. People hate it though. Like I, that'd be my pick. Yeah, for, really. Like, my personal one. For what you want? Yeah. I I like Jump Force a lot. From the little I know about that bizarre community that is the fighting world community, people don't like that game. Um, oh, it's bizarre for sure. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I really don't. I predict ultimate wins. Uh, Super Smash Brothers. Me too. I mean, I feel like that's an easy choice. But Mortal Kombat, I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah. I would be surprised if Dead or Alive Six. Can you imagine Dead or Alive Six or Samurai Showdown? And it's not to take away from the quality. It's just like you're talking Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Goliath. I man. think there are people, especially like old school people, who see Smash as a, a, not a fighting game. So they yeah, might, might not fair. vote for it because it's kind of like a brawler. It's a little different. Like fighting game, you think of Street Fighter, Tekken, Mortal Kombat, that kind of stuff. Um, but maybe we're past that. And I think that... Uh, yeah. I mean, we'll see. Uh, so uh, best family game, we said Luigi's Mansion 3, Ring Fit Adventure, Super Mario Maker 2, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Yoshi's Crafted World. Me personally... Wait a minute. Nintendo made all of those games. They did every game. Every game in the they, list. It's yes, they did. So it, this is just best Nintendo game. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. Uh, what Sekiro is not on here? What? Um, so that's wild. That's it's weird to see Death Stranding not on one of these. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Luigi's Mansion Three for me. I loved that game. Yeah, that's got to be the what winner, right? People love. I don't know. People love Mario, Mario Maker. Maker. Yeah, but I think like when you think about the this category, you, even though it is a family game, like if you want it to be, people think of Mario Maker more as like a competitive like can I do this type game? I think that game took off more like streaming circles and like competitive players than it did for when I think of a, a family game, I think of my nephew who's like, agreed. Like what? Would you I don't say know how old he is, but um, <laughs> he's small. He's I'm going to buy him Pokemon this year. That's like, how small he is. Well, I think, think about it. Like when I think family, what are you playing? Maybe if you're younger with your siblings or what are you paying? You know, your cousins, your nephews, exactly. nieces, I would say Luigi's mansion would also be my prediction. I think it's, both for me. Pavlok predicts this is interesting to me. Super Smash Brothers. I think that's way off. Yeah, that's a weird one. I, I think that I think his his love for that game. He's just kind of <laughs> seeing it at all angles. There. He's like, who wouldn't want to play Smash Brothers? Sure. It's perfect. Sure. That's Pavlok's that's so view right there. I see that as being like a crazy competitive thing with your friends, not yeah. necessarily your family. I, I can specific. Here. I can see the angle where it can be pretty casual, and you can just throw a controller, and it's like press that button, and we'll kind of bounce each yeah. other around. But like. Luigi's Mansion screams off the page on this one for me. Same. Yeah. Uh, and then, like we talked about, Mario Maker 2 is, is a different community altogether yeah. also. Um, I'm not touching strategy game. Yoshi's Crafted World, good nod to you. That's a very yeah, fun, you know, absolutely. that's that's a cool, very cute game. The Nintendo My nephew list. loved the demo. He played that to death. <laughs> I gotcha. But I think, yeah, for Luigi's Mansion for both my picks. Uh, strategy game, yeah, let's not touch that. No. Sports racing, I 
I, you know what? Sports racing. So we got Crash Team Racing, Nitro Fuel. That would be my pick because I love CTR. Me too. Uh, Dirt Rally 2 is on there. EFootball, Pro Evolution Soccer. That's kind of crazy. Uh, F1 2019 and FIFA 20. Uh, my only desire there would be to see Crash Team Racing win. I would predict that FIFA 20 wins. I'm going to go Crash for both. That's my prediction, and I want it to win. Oh, I want Crash to win so bad. Come on. Uh, best multiplayer game is a good one. Apex Legends, Borderlands 3, Call of Duty, Tetris 99, or Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Wow, how is Fortnite out here? That's kind of crazy. Maybe they don't count it because uh, it debuted last year. I don't think Apex debuted this year. I don't think they care. The, the, uh, I, that's what seems... Well, Division 2, actually. That was out before. I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't have the timeline. I think that's this year. I think Division oh, right, 2 is okay. this year. But, so if that is true, then all these games came out this, this calendar year. year. Yeah, for sure. So that's that's Ooh. it. Um, my prediction would be Apex. In yeah, me too. I think that's the... I'd want to see Call of Duty win just because I loved it so much. I'd go Apex both ways on this one for multiplayer. Uh, Pavlok predicts Apex uh, as well. Indie game, I... Um, so Fresh Indie Game is a, a debut. So so this is actually sponsored by Subway, the Fresh Indie Game. Um, uh, so that's that's not well, a, that's not a joke. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is a a debut title for an indie for an indie developer. So it's their first kind of you know four foray into the into the market. What was the what was on there? I think Outer Wilds is on there, and I need to say that game again. Outer Wilds. Oh, sorry. Uh, Fresh Indie Game. We have yes, Outer Wilds is on there. Yeah, for Mobius Digital. Yep, Mobius Digital needs to win that. That game's awesome. But again, Disco Elysium, people love that game. We'll see. My friend Pedro, that's something I've seen on uh, Xbox quite a bit. So I I was so pumped for that game, very disappointed. Really? Yeah, I didn't live up to what I wanted to be. All right, fair enough. Um, I've got no pick there. Either way, I don't know if... uh, Yeah, so Pavlok's got uh, Outer Wilds as his prediction. As he should. Thanks, Jeff. Good job, Jeff. Um, I've got nothing else here. The rest of it is um, content and esports. Yeah, uh, content creator. I'll give a shout out to Courage. I love Courage a lot. I think Doctor Lupo is cool. He does a lot for the community. The other people. Well, Shroud's always one of the best. He made a big splash this year, switching from Twitch to Mixer. Yeah, for that, sure. That was a big splash. He followed. That didn't. I mean, I guess he followed Ninja. But um, I want Ewok to win strictly because of the name. Yeah, of course. That's really cool. You know. Uh, you know, how, how could I not? Are you familiar with Ewok? No. So she, <laughs> no, so no. she is, she's a teenage girl and she's deaf. And, she, really? and she's a Fortnite streamer. And she's good. I do know about her. She, she's awesome. And she just recently made the, the, the switch to Mixer as well. So a lot of people are making that, that switch over Dude, there. What is Microsoft doing? Paying They're people. Investing <laughs> in studios and Content streamers. Creators. Yeah, it's smart. It's very smart. Especially Twitch was kind of in, in shambles this year for a lot of different reasons. But I just love Courage a lot. He's a... He's a good dude. So that's my vote. I want courage to win. It's a wise usage of resources. Good job again, Phil Spencer. Yeah, esports stuff I can't even touch. I, I got I got no. nothing for. I watched the Fortnite World Cup. That's a lot of fun. I was like really into Fortnite when that happened, but I'll say this. I love that it's a thing. Yeah. And I love that it's a prominent thing. I e-sports. almost don't know if it belongs at the same show. Because uh, I think there are so many people who are like us that are either because there there are sure. people who are more diehard for esports than we are for video games, right? Sure. That's their lives, but but do they care about Game of the Year? My and thought is... Do they care about Best Family Game? At this point in time, it makes sense because there's not a lot of categories. However, it's good cross-promotion, and eventually we're going to get to a point where I think it is... Split off. To a point where it's got its own show. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's it's a, it's a sport. That's what it is. Yeah, and I, there's going to be people who argue that. I don't... 
I don't think it needs to have the word sport to be a qualifier to to say how impressive it is. I, I, I'm not going to make that argument that it has to be considered a sport because like people are going to come and say, oh, well, football is a sport. You have to actually do something. You're just sitting in the basement. Yeah, and I, I don't care about that. A lot of people do. I'm just getting in front of that argument. That's probably going to be out there. Sure. It's it's ridiculously impressive how skilled these people are, and I just it's just not for me most it, of the like, time. Whether you maybe. You know, you you play football, or maybe you play in a band. You, yeah, you perform, right? You're a performer. It's That's in a way for sure what this is, um, and that it's so as popular as it is 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 awesome. Very cool because it it pulls the gaming industry along with it. Yeah, I think I, I'm with you that maybe for a while they should stick together. I guess that makes sense to you know. Bolster. But I can see it having its own thing. I I don't care about it so much, but I'm. I'm sure as hell happy it's here. I think something like Overwatch League is very cool. Overwatch League is something that they put together like and and they model it after something like an NFL and it, it is made by Blizzard. It's like, hey, we we recognize that competitive competitive gaming is huge. We the the creator of this game, we're going to make our own league. We're going to make teams specifically for different cities like there's the San Francisco Shock. I think that's the only team I know. <laughs> There's the Dallas uh, Fuel, Burn Blue, I, hashtag Andy Cortez. You, you could have said anything, and I would have been like, yeah, yeah, yeah sounds so, right. So they put together like a real league with like cities trying to like mimic the the pro sports format. So that's I love that they should be commended for that. So they, I think they should get best esports league, which isn't on there. I just made it up. Just made it up. Yeah. <laughs> best but, esports but event. Yeah. They win. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm all for it. Uh, we want to hear uh, some of your predictions. Obviously, we went kind of extensive here for the Game Awards 2019. It's a big deal. Uh, it is a big deal. Uh, the show coming up in just a few nights, uh, so Thursday, December 12th. Uh, you can tune in to thegeekiverse.com. We'll have lots of coverage on it as the news hits throughout the night. So, uh, closing thoughts here, John. Uh, we've, we've both got a lot going on here at the Geekiverse. Uh, like lots going on. December and November have just been awesome months. We've got Star Wars coming up soon. Uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you on social media? And uh, you're on a few shows right now. So yeah, why don't you we're doing those? some stuff. Yeah, so uh, you find me social media at Disruptoid on most uh, most social platforms. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with our hindsight of Star Wars yeah, series. Same. That's uh, we've been doing that for for a couple weeks now. We're 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 kind of trying to fit all these movies in before Rise of Skywalker comes out next week which is insane oh um so we're having a lot of fun with that and uh you know yeah here and there we're, we're doing all sorts of different stuff with disney plus and yeah so we got a plus cast if you enjoy disney plus so far uh you can find that right on our youtube channel as well as itunes and soundcloud that is a monthly show all disney plus talk that's all we do on there uh also if you really like disney plus and you get into the mandalorian which has been wonderful so far uh, you can check out We Have Spoken, which is kind of this mini series uh, that Tom, Jamie, and I have been getting together weekly. I might have to sneak on the finale uh, of that episode. Yeah, I would love that. I might have to kind of just hop on and just get my <laughs> overall thoughts on uh, once we're once we're wrapped up here. We'll we'll do a season wrap up. Be uh, fun. Three episodes to go. Yeah. So uh, bittersweet a little bit. Exciting stuff on the horizon. Uh, so I obviously we've got a lot of a lot of shows going on at the Geekiverse. I am guest starring on another Geekiverse show that I'm not normally a part of, uh, Drafting with Drafts. Uh, oh, because yeah. guess what? They're drafting Star Wars characters. Oh, awesome. So uh, I'm honored uh, to be on that. That'll be uh, coming out sometime before Christmas. I don't know when they plan to release that. Uh, that's one that I kind of let, just let Adam and crew run with. But I'm excited to be there. Our friends at Community Beer Works host us. So we film in Community Beer Works lobby uh, right on the west side in Buffalo, Love those guys. Love what they do for the community. And not to mention, they've got really good beer. So You guys are filming on site? Uh, we film right in, in there. Uh, they're closed when we film. Can I be like a producer on that show? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't see why not. Right? Yeah, I'll, be the, I'll be one of uh, the uh, executive producers. I'll, Pete, uh, Pete buys us pizza. Yeah, I'm so. going to produce that show. <laughs> yeah, I'll do All that. Right, I'll, I'll, I'll do I'll that. I'll see you there. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Uh, any anything else to plug before we leave here? No, man. This is, uh, this is I just can't wait for the game awards. I'm really really jazzed up for Thursday and see what's gonna see what's gonna be announced. See what we're gonna get, uh, you know, winner wise. Yeah. Uh, that's where I'm at right now, head wise. Same here. Uh, so our next episode of Geek Scott Game will be in January of 2020. So uh, just a few weeks away here. We want to wrap up and thank you if you've been listening and now watching. Uh, throughout the year. We appreciate you always tuning in, especially the community at facebook.com slash the Geekiverse. You guys and girls have been wonderful in giving us your comments, responding to our community discussions. Uh, we wouldn't exist without you. So thank you very much for being a part of it. It means a lot to me personally and the rest of the Geekiverse crew. We look forward to more of it as we get into 2020, and we think it's going to be the biggest year for the Geekiverse yet. Uh, I hope you go along for the ride, especially as we've got a new generation of systems coming out with PlayStation 5 and Project Scarlet. Uh, and um, not to mention a lot of AAA releases in the first half of the year. Big and we've stuff. got this guy uh, for the full year now. Oh, yeah. So uh, exciting Excited. times and sure. Uh, for sure. The last plug I wanted to give, uh, if you like this shirt, by the way, uh, sorry if you're listening to this, but uh, John, what does my shirt say? Boy. So uh, if you like God of War, uh, you can go to uh, thegeekiverse.storeenvy.com. That is one E. Uh, these shirts make a great holiday gift. I'd encourage you to go check them out. Uh, they're very cheap on there. Uh, we've got over 20 designs, whether it's gaming or movies or comic books, uh, and everything that you do there supports what we do on this end. So the next episode of Geek Scott Game we mentioned is going to be in January. I think we're going to preview uh, the year that is 2019 or 2020 in gaming. Uh, so we'll get to a lot there. We will wrap up and touch on some of our uh, personal picks for our own Geek Awards. So we hope that you will join us when the time comes for that. So for John and Jeff at home, feel better, buddy. I'm Josiah. We will catch you soon. Hope you have a wonderful Christmas and Happy New Year.